0: Everything in life is a sale. Everything you want is a commission. Rise Up! What's up, guys?
1: Welcome to episode five of the Rise Up Sales podcast. I have another outstanding guest with us today. This is going to be a fun one. Looking forward to it. I have with me Sean Olston. He is a senior marketing consultant over at Town Square Media um, I know you're heavily involved in the Dover Chamber of Commerce as well. I'll give you a little bit of time to introduce yourself more, but ladies and gentlemen, Sean Olston. Thanks for having me, Dan. Very my pleasure. i excited to be here. Absolutely. And actually, I probably missed some of the biggest parts of that introduction. What Not only <laughs> um, you know, are you those things you just mentioned, Sean's also one of my best friends, one of my yeah, colleagues. Yeah, yeah. You are a new father, so congratulations. You have how many uh, two, cats?
0: Two new kitties. Two new it's, kitties. It's, um, yeah. Zima and Kuro. How'd you come up with those names? You drink a lot of Zima. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know Zima was a drink until I like had to search Zima on the Google machine. I searched it and I was and and the first thing that came up was a '90s vodka. I'm like, and so Haley came up with the names. My fiance Haley came up with the names and uh, name drop. Yeah, yeah. Haley's cool. So Zima means winter in in uh, Russian, which one of them's white and. The other one is, is, is a black cat, and uh, it means Kuro means black in Japanese. So
1: very cool, it man. Fits very well, yeah. Very cool, awesome. Very so um, yeah. So thanks for uh, jumping on the show today. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything I missed in your little introduction? That
0: no, no. Very, uh, very honored to be a part of the uh, Governor Sununu's new Millennial Advisory Council. Uh, I'm in a room with about 25 people from around the state of New Hampshire. So okay. um, it's it's honored to be on that, um, and heavily involved in the Dover community. And then, uh, obviously, I, uh, I'm a student of marketing and a senior marketing consultant for Townsquare Media. Gotcha. Um, yeah.
1: So let's get right down to it, Sean. You're a you're a salesperson through and through. Sure, you're a sales guy. <laughs> if that's Don't what be you want to label,
0: if that's what you want to label me, as. you're a sales guy. You love it. I think that there's a, it is an addicting industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've heard I've heard in the past it can be not to label yourself as a sales guy, right? Mm-hmm. That can be a negative. Uh, a, a negative way of going. Everyone usually gets turned off. No one wants to go in and be sold by 100%. someone, right? 100%. So, so do you want to identify yourself as a salesperson? No. So I always like to use the word consultant, right? Uh, I like problem I'm a marketing. Uh, yeah. We're professional problem solvers.
1: Let, let's let do this. When I meet new people or, you know, obviously not new to me, but new to our audience. Um, How old are you? 29? 30? 30. 30. Yeah. So obviously where you are right now, this wasn't your first job no. out of college, out of whatever. So Actually speaking of college, let's go back to where it all started. Now now Sean Olston happened to be happens to be a graduate and a, a former attendee of in my my humble opinion, the greatest university um, you. in this beautiful country of ours, the the University of New Hampshire. Yeah,
0: we're Wildcats. Sean
1: life. and I are both Wildcats. We
0: bleed blue.
1: Bleed blue, wildcats for life. Yep. Let's go back there, Sean. What was um what was a lot of people start with their major. What was your major in college, man? Yeah, so I knew out
0: of the gate, I claimed early I wanted to be a communication major. I always okay. knew um, you know, since uh, freshman year, really, that I wanted to be in some type of an entertainment business, right? Um, okay. I liked music. Um, I liked going out there, and I liked I like being open with people, right? Being, I'm an extrovert, so um, I knew no that shit. there was I knew that there was a there was a a course for me. I just didn't know what I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it had to evolve. But I claimed pretty early in my college that uh, I wanted to be in the communications field. So okay.
1: So what, what, what kind of stuff were you doing in college that kind of helped you um, with some of the first jobs you took? Freshman
0: after year was a very undisciplined year for me, and then I joined a hockey team. I, 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 I made it on the, uh, on the club hockey team, which, which got my schedule more structured. Um, okay. I got a job for Cla- Clear Channel at the time uh, down in Boston. So hold on real quick. Were you going into college, were you, were
1: you planning on playing hockey? Or that kind of come? I you played, played in a,
0: high school, I assume? Yeah, I played high school. I played all throughout, uh, you know, youth sports where okay. I have down in Massachusetts. So, yes, I mean, I the next step was I enjoyed the sport. I wanted to continue playing it. In freshman year, UNH is top division school. Sure. I didn't make the varsity team, and and uh, I didn't really know about club. So, I, you know, I took a year off, so to speak. Okay. Um But then after freshman year, you kind of had to get (laughs) your life structured. So I I went out for the club.
1: I I think college really starts after freshman year. Freshman year is a really good experimental year. It's time to have some fun, meet new people. Um, Mm. But as far as really getting a, I guess, quote unquote, return on your investment side of things, (laughs) after freshman year is really where um, basically my parents said, hey, you need to start getting your shit together. (laughs) Structure, organization, yeah. 100%. Hundred percent. So hockey helped out with structure. Um yeah. So so go back to what you were saying, man. I mean to cut you off. So you're starting to do some stuff with clear channel. So
0: that? my sister, yeah. So the, I mean, if you want to go back this far, my sister was mm-hmm. turning 13, and nice. she asked. She said, "Sean, you're pretty heavily involved with this radio station. can Can we get Kiss One Away at my birthday party?" And Kiss One Away, oh, okay. very well known that in Boston. Sure. So I said, "Why not?" Got Kiss One Away to her 13th birthday. Met the DJ. I said, "This is what I want to do." I want to be love out it. there. I want to be out on the front lines, promotions team, doing what these guys are doing because it, it's 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 really cool. So and that so, was like
1: what sophomore year.
0: So no, that was that was two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah. So, so what year? Yeah, so so I don't freshman, have sophomore year, timeline right.
1: of your life in front of me.
0: Freshman, sophomore year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so well, no, the, the
1: reason I mentioned that's cool because so you're at a pretty early age. You see your path. You see what you want to do, yeah. and you're making concrete moves to get there. You got it. Perfect, man. I love when you. When people kind of get out of their comfort zone a little bit and say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do, man. I understand I'm a kid. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No, I need no some way. help. This is what I'm going to do. So how did it go from there?
0: So I had a meeting with uh, Joe Public, who was a promotion director at the time, and I had a gig cool on name. Sunday mm-hmm. um, <laughs> for, in, in Boston. At a Verizon store, <laughs> and uh, and I, I had a blast. I, I killed it. So then that, so so the next gig I had was Filene's Basement's Running of the Brides, and it's all off from there. So I, I got okay. involved with Clear Channel as I got up to, came up to UNH. I couldn't be going down to Boston as much, mm-hmm. so I found Clear Channel Portsmouth, ten minutes away, and I started uh, I started working. Promotions and programming for part-time for uh, or I did an internship and yep. then part-time for uh, clear channel Portsmouth
1: So what did that kind of consist of like on a day-to-day?
0: I remember I remember yeah. when you saying
1: out you were didn't you used to do Um, you would pick up people like in You yep, were like so a, I
0: still uh, runner runner. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. but it's with the talent. Yeah, so it's, it's artist runner
1: So for the big That's shows cool, like
0: uh, some like summer jam and kiss concert and um, and and uh, jingle ball um, you know, they needed a promo team, and so the, so that's what I would do. So, on the off occasion for the holidays and the big events, I'd go down to Boston and do those. But I needed something that was more consistent and make me some money. So, gotcha. um, So, I, I found making you money while you're still in college, right? Correct. Yep. And also, they had internship options, which were at the time, which was beneficial for my college career, getting credits too. So, yep. I interned and part time worked at our Clear Channel and got some board off, so I learned how to run a board I voiced commercials I had a shift at a time and uh yeah it was, so uh, it was so a good were experience you, were you looking dues.
1: to be more on air
0: talent at the time at the time yeah okay yeah i mean i wanted i, I wanted to do the Ryan Seacrest thing so it wasn't was a sales think. thing at the time no it was gotcha. not there, there was i mean there was no i i mine own business at UNH after mm-hmm. i got done with my major cuz i claimed so early but there was no Intent, I mean, I watched Entourage and I love Ari Gold. <laughs> and I thought, you know, and it being an agent would be kind of cool, but I, I had never no thought that I would be at, at 20 years old or at 18 years old, I never would have thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now.
1: I love Ari Gold, too. God. Mickey shit, dude. Lloyd, I have a lot of good Aries <laughs> in my LA. life. <laughs> he's yeah. he's up, he's up yeah. there,
0: yeah. Oh, it's a um, football team, you know, just kidding. LA Gold, yeah, Remember LA that? Gold, yeah, LA's
1: cool. <laughs> um. Perfect. So let's talk about after college. You graduate, you become an adult, and I assume like most people, your parents said, okay, you know, when are you going to get a job? Yeah. Great segue.
0: (laughs) Thank you. It's like, you know what's on my paper here. No. So, um, so I did the whole lifeguard thing down in Concord as well. Like I never, (laughs) I never wasn't working, right? Like I I just, I enjoy, I actually enjoy working. Like it's something to do Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you got to get out of it. Got to make that paper, right? Biggie Smalls. Anyways, um, so I get out of college, and it's like, what's the next step? And radio is not, part-time radio is not a lot of money. Gotcha. So, so was there it's any- a passion play. So mom, mom says, Sean, why don't you do something outside of your box? Maybe this radio thing doesn't work out long term. Mm. Maybe you can't make money. What do you do outside of that? So How do you art- feel about that?
1: Um, were you still dead set on radio as the way for me to go?
0: I found strategic ways to get radio back in my schedule, so I, you know, I. Well, I, let
1: I, me ask you real quick, man. How, what was the transition between that stuff you were doing in college to post college? Was there any? So, for like, just, the was gauge, that yeah, just
0: strictly the, a UNH thing? What do you mean? Uh, so, for the Clear Channel stuff? Yep. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I I was asked to be a part timer. I was asked to okay. continue, and and everything was pretty consistent. But I now had a job that I secured down in Boston at a recruiting startup, recruiting company. Um, so and that was my nine career. to five. Yeah, it was. With who? Uh, it was a company called Seven Step, uh, Recruitment. And okay, cool. They started on Newberry Street in Boston. It was, again, it was within two years. And then they evolved to, uh, and they grew to government center, right? in downtown Boston. Nice. And, uh, and I did that, I, I did that eight to five mm-hmm. <laughs> every, every day during the week in Boston. I went, I got a shift down in, I got a promotional assistant gig down in, uh, New Bedford, Massachusetts. Which was two hours south from where I lived at the time. Wow. Um, on Saturday mornings. And then I drove another three hours north to New Hampshire. Do a Saturday night shift on Kiss. Wow! I bought. I stayed over at UNH at Papa Poolin's house. Ben Poolin. Yep. Um, stayed over at his house, which was usually a party scene. Correct. So stand up till two, and then I board opted on Sundays, and so it was a damn se- man. And, and and usually I board opted Red Sox games, so those were going into extra innings at one o'clock in the next morning. I didn't. So know So I that. wasn't getting wow. home. I wasn't getting home until one or two a.m. And then waking up and going to do the recruiting thing. I did that for nine months, and I remember walking in and just breaking down and saying, "You know what? I want to have fun." <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to go back to radio. I want to I don't care what the money is. I'll make it work. So, so move
1: away to, from your traditional 9 to 5 thing to go more full into the radio stuff you're doing more part-time.
0: Fuck it. Let's take a let's yep, see where this risk. goes. Yeah. So moved to Dover in 2011 and uh a one bedroom apartment and uh White <laughs> Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay,
1: cool. So now you were your full-time in radio. What was what was it like? Um part-time. Or part-time. I'm yeah. sorry. But um but your full-time focus was on radio now, obviously.
0: Full-time focus was on how the heck am I going to make this right? Work, okay?
1: So you made that jump. You're there. What 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 was that consisting of on a day-to-day basis? What were you doing? It was exactly? just
0: being around the station as much as I can, learning from people, learning okay. from what I wanted to do. Um, you, when you're in a studio with, you know, quite debatably one of the greatest morning shows ever, and Greg in the Morning Buzz, sure, you pick up on some things, and you you got to find a way to make meet new people and make connections, and 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 just say yes and. And that's really the position I was in, is every day, let's go to the station, let's figure out what work needs to be done, and if there's not work, go figure out what can work can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it was. Gotcha. And so in November of 2011, uh, Greg in the Morning Buzz had a, a benefit that they do every year called Lend a Helping Can. Awesome. And, um, and the sales manager was in the room, and she asked, <laughs> she said to me, when are you going to start working for me? Hmm. And I thought it was a Like joke. a sales thing. Yeah. And everyone knew in radio, you know, the sales is kind of the dark side because it's the hard thing yeah, that you don't know, it, you yeah. know, high turnover, whatever. And the radio sides are what everyone likes and listens to. And so I said, I don't know when there's a job opening. And she said, there is one. Oh, you now know, you have my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And I run into Adam Osborne's office, the production director at the sure. time over at Clear Channel. And, and I go, so I just got asked to, to interview for sales. What, what do I do? And he goes. Well, do you want to do it? And I go, I don't know. I don't know, hard. man. There's a lot of money in it, so why not? And, uh, and so after I got hired in 2012, January 2012, like three or four positions that I really wanted to opened up. And anyone in sales knows what kind of positions? Like programming director positions, like on air shows. So non sales positions. So on sales I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the time frame, man. So yeah. you went from you took that opportunity, right? I took the sales op, yeah.
1: Gotcha. But you still from there, you used it at the time you wanted to get to one of those other opportunities back on the radio side. No?
0: Not re- I mean I, I, when I what's something about me is when I say something, I mm-hmm. want to do something, I'm sure. pretty much 100% in. Like I I I go <laughs> no, do gotcha. it yep. to the best of my ability. Now what you what you're flirting with here is the first 6 months of sales. Which is the which you know is the most difficult emotional roller coaster you'll ever have because you're building a book, you have no idea what the hell you're doing. I wasn't bred for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sold on sales, so to speak. well, the other thing about getting it, so here here's
1: not to go too off track, but I think, and I don't have any stats to back this up, but I think. Entry-level sales job, and you can break a sales job into so many different things, right? Sure. A business development representative, a fucking—there's so many titles now, right? Yeah. Your, sale, your job is to, to uh, meet people and bring revenue into the company. That's a sales job, right? I, I would say from what I've seen—and actually, to your point, maybe recruiting's kind of on, the, on this side of things as well, but a lot of people's first jobs out of college, whatever it is they major in, I'm at, I have my master's in education. Right. I work in sales. I know people who went to school for physical therapy, for art majors, theater, whatever it is. A lot of people will kind of bite at a sales job because the opportunities that are there. Right. It's It's a a
0: C-level job making A-level money. That's what
1: it is. I like that. It's an easy, it's easy to sell that opportunity. It's certainly not as, it's not easy once you sit down and say, holy shit, after a few months in, you're looking at quotas, you're looking at this, you're looking at day-to-day grind. It's just... I think it's more and more nowadays just a common way for someone to get their first job, go from there, and then it's kind of sink or swim. To your point, those first uh, few months.
0: My 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 theory on it was the following: I'm busting my ass here, mm-hmm. working really hard well, in a radio, hard and I'm waiting. That. I'm waiting for a disc jockey to stop their job to get a shot here. Gotcha. I'm and so, I'm getting paid awful to to yeah, work yeah, yeah. my ass off here. So sales theoretically should be. I work my ass off, and I get paid well, you have for the efforts control. that I put in. I right, think that's exactly.
1: one of the the better... Um, if, if you stayed the path of doing what you wanted to say, and this is no disrespect to disc jockeys or on your whatever. Sure. It's a talent I certainly don't have. Um, I don't know. You're talking in the mic uh, right now. That's true.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: but you know what I mean. I, I think going a, a more quote-unquote sales role, it's just such a... You have a little more control of your income, you know what I mean? I would agree. Um, but you also have control of your the, the, the other side of that spectrum. if you I guess what I'm trying to say is you get what you put in hundred percent, right 100%. you can there's salespeople that like having the freedom to say, "Hey, I can go take a two hour lunch. I can do this, I can do that." And then they bitch about shitty paychecks every couple of weeks, or you can take that same opportunity and say, "Hey, I have all these hours to um, pretty much you know, hustle, do what I got to do to make an unlimited amount of money. How do I maximize these hours I have? So, you know, it, knowing you now, but even just for those people who don't know you, hearing kind of your work ethic going into the sales job, it's pretty uh, pretty easy to predict the kind of yeah. what direction you took as far as getting into sales. So how, how did it go that first year, six months, however you want to look at it? Your industry, you're basically, like you said, you're, you know, what, did you have a salary? Did you have a base? Was yeah, it a commission? So, it, so, how was it set so up?
0: the idea was full commission, uh, to come back to the point is that over the first six months of my sales job, as I'm getting getting said no to and being a rookie in sales, mm-hmm. three positions that I know I probably could have gotten at least one of them open up on the side that I three months earlier moved here to New Hampshire to try and get, mm-hmm. um, kind of an emotional state, right? And That's I stuck good. with and I stuck with it because I cool. saw the value of. Sticking sticking with sales, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's you don't want to let people down, I guess. And so and that so I stuck with it. And um, first year was hard. First sure. year was very hard. I am so fortunate in my life to have the people I work with. Uh, no, mm-hmm. I'm serious. I mean, yeah, I, I know, I, I, know you, I know you laugh, but I had a great team. I had a great team of veterans who I learned a lot under. Great team of people who um, who I could ask questions to sales is very competitive, mm-hmm. you can get into, you could probably get into offices where people won't share their lists, people won't give you feedback, and and this wasn't that situation. It was a very, very, um, it was a building environment, so that certainly helped um, um, in my first year, which a lot of rookies don't have, so yeah. Um, it, so it was like
1: It sounds like there was a good culture, though. It was very good. all yeah. back to and culture. And that's
0: leadership down, so it sure. makes sense.
1: Yeah. How, um, not to go too off track, but how important do you think nowadays culture is in a sales environment? Because to your point, it is very individualistic, right? I mean, at the end of the day, if another, I might be working on a team of four or five reps, my personal income, my goals really aren't affected at all by what someone else does and the success they have. But I've always done better in an environment where there is some sort of focus on team, whether it be, you know, just shout outs for someone who gets a sale Mm -hmm. or, you know, even as simple as, you know, being a new rep, having a veteran willing to come over and help you out with something where really there's no monetary benefit to them. Um, But it's just that's the to your point, that's the culture that was built by leadership. I think that probably makes it a little easier. For a rookie rep, right? To Culture
0: abuse. is critical in any work environment. Here's, here's my opinion as to why that is. We live in an age of Facebook and Instagram and likes. And yep. and and, yep. and and if I don't get what I want in two seconds the way I want it, guess what? I'm going to your competitor. Guess what? Because there is a competitor of yours mm-hmm. that will sell me what I want quickly. And so what's the differentiating factor? If I don't do well here, I could go somewhere else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... What makes this place unique? And I'm in a building where I think people want me to do well. Yeah, and they they support me, and they support that structure. That's what you. That's what anyone wants. Sure, they want to work somewhere, right? People like where the they're you gonna like, succeed, yeah. and where they feel like they work for a work family, right? Yep, and I so agree. and so that and that is and that is I've been on the other side of that where it it doesn't feel like a team. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like you're being watched. And that, that type of an environment in sales sucks. It's, you, you don't want to go to work. You, <laughs> should ha, you. you should wake up and want to go to work every day. That's just how it should be. Yep. And goddamn, if you're making money doing it, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I agree, but I think
1: sometimes not everyone's lucky enough to have that opportunity right out of the gate. Sometimes it takes time to find that place, right? I mean, <laughs> most people, by the time they're our age, you know, 29, 30, I don't know if I can name anybody I know that's still on that first job or the, even the first company they started working with right out of college or mm-hmm. right out of high school, whatever it may be. Um, so to your point, it's nice nowadays where we live in an environment where you can kind of choose. I don't want to say test, yeah, choose. I don't want to say test the waters, but I mean, you. I think you have the freedom of hey, if you're not happy with where you are after a year, if you don't see the benefits of staying put in. Granted, the grass always isn't greener on the other side. To your point, it, man,
0: is it greener or is it not greener?
1: It's always not. It's always not. You know what I mean? <laughs> or it's not always greener. You know what I mean? I, I, I guess I, I think it benefits from taking a risk like you did. Jump from the rate. You that told risk- your parents, hey, I'm going to be on the radio, this, this, and that. Someone came with you an opportunity. They clearly sold you on an opportunity, right? Because so it wasn't yeah. something you were willing to do. You jumped, not jump ship, you jumped to it, tried it out. Um, wasn't super easy, but. You understood the long term. You focused on your long term goals. Long term goals, right? Hundred percent. Sounds good. So, so let's get a little more up to up to up to current date. So, how is your trans? Where, where do we where are we at right now as far as your trend transition into where you are now? Yeah, great question. So a great question. That
0: was Claire Channel that's now <laughs> iHeart. Um, okay, you know, eighty-six percent brand awareness nationally. they yeah, I've heard really, of them. Really, yeah. Um, I now work for Town Square Media. Um there they Townsquare Media is a <laughs> national uh, media multi-platform giant. And what I cool. mean by that, they're a digital company, those live events, and we happen to own some really powerful um, radio stations that focus more on those medium to smaller size markets. We really awesome. own those. So you guys do um,
1: websites too, right? Like SEO.
0: And 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 that digi- and I say digital first That's because true. that is that is exactly what this is. It is Main Street's growth engine. We we really build uh, Town Townsquare Media and not to have the shameless plug here and get too passionate on the subject. I love shameless. But it, it is it is foundational what you need to open your business, which is a website. Yeah. <laughs> um. Just like you need a sign out front. Uh. It's a website all the way up to how do you grow, uh. You know to whatever whatever your goals are, whatever you you know how do you, how do you fix your problems? How do you grow to whatever business you want to become? Uh. Long term. Gotcha. Um. So so. Um. Yeah. So obviously going from iHeart to Town Square. Um. Was a transition and a and a tough one at that. It was another risk. Yep. Um. That that came about. I, so let I, me
1: let me ask you this because probably a lot of people listening who may have done something similar to you did as far as risking taking a new job over what they're comfortable with or they're contemplating it now what was that process like for you what made you what was your decision making process like at this point you're not the only person that is being involved in this decision
0: it's not like you're moving like cross country or something like that but yeah. Um, it's still there were some different factors of play sure <laughs> from when I originally took the original risk, right? Yep. <laughs> and doing this one so now. seriously
1: say some kids listening or someone's listening who's in the similar boat They've got an offer from some else. They don't like where they are, right? Mm-hmm. They've been there for a year or two. They're not making as much money as they think they can they have they're probably getting Messages on LinkedIn from recruiters every half hour. Uh, they're seeing all this stuff all over the place. They have these opportunities What would you tell that person right now to do before they make the decision?
0: Make a list pros okay. and cons. I mean and that I can't I can't I can't claim that method because that's what my fiance no, told me to do. Know I that. no, I did not know that. <laughs> my fiance told me to make a list and I did. And and look, I was at an age where I could rebound if I messed up. Okay. Which um that's you know you do too. have to think about. I was in a financial spot where I could, you know, <laughs> regain my finances if I messed up for whatever reason. Um there were a lot of things that I could Change if I messed up, and you got to take those those factors into account. Um, you so also it was you got to think strategic ab- risk, I guess you could say. Sure, y- you know, at the end of the day, the hardest part of it was the people, and I saw an opportunity where I could become uh, more of a regional player. I saw an opportunity where this company was um, a younger company, maybe there was further growth development that I could have. I saw a company that focused on digital, and and there were there were a number of critical factors that that mm-hmm. led to the decision. Uh, leadership culture etc so you put some thought into it obviously a little bit a little bit <laughs> yeah well, let, let me ask you this, <laughs> wasn't man. It wasn't easy it sounds
1: like it sounds like you love what you're doing now you're in a good spot what
0: what would you say is the best part about your job now oh my god um the tickets no no not the yeah, tickets free shit uh. <laughs> the paychecks. uh it's it's
1: what's the best part of what I do um that's the best way to wear it actually I'm sorry what what is your favorite
0: part about what you do it's 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 what I do is is addicting. It can be it can be addicting, like, and I don't no. mean this. I don't mean to say that as a negative in a negative tone. But yeah, yeah. closing a sale, it's the best. Going out there and closing a sale, it is like it is incre- It's such an
1: incredible feeling. Do you want to know why it's such an incredible feeling? This is my theory. Tell me, me why. Mean, <laughs> I, what do you think? What do you think? I don't know why. Tell me. I think making a sale feels so good because. When you look at uh, a one sale versus a closed sale, like a pie chart, it's probably like ninety five percent lost and five percent totally. won. It totally, just makes it feel so much better. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why it it, it kind of goes back to like why that first day of spring feels so good because you're so used to months of shitty cold, holy snowy shit, it's here weather. I did every it, day. Right? This sucks. That yeah. first day when you can wear shorts and whatever, go outside, do this and that, it feels so good because it's such a Unless you're a master salesman closing 90, 95%, which, you know, good for you, but it's it's not going to happen for most people. I I just think the high, the high of a a closed sale far outweighs the low of a a poor experience because it's just so much more frequent, dude. And it's the only way to focus on getting past that daily rejection, no matter how good at sales you are. You know what I mean? I just think it's such a, you look forward to it somewhere, you work so hard for it, and then it happens. And it's like you know this is great, but then what's the worst part? You got to go do it
0: again. <laughs> you got to go do it <laughs> right? again, and you're probably gonna get five more no's yeah. after you got the yes. And and I mean that's not that's not my favorite part of what I do, but right. it is. I want to note it because it is it it's is it's, it's kind of like a you said a drug, but I mean it, it kind of it it's addicting. Well, also, and you want and someone like I'm mm-hmm. I am extremely competitive. I do not like to lose. Yeah, and, I play fantasy
1: and, football with Sean,
0: and so it's true. um. And this is something where you step out there and you're telling me no. Well, why? Like this is this is <laughs> something that you know. Radio's not going away. Digital's not going away. Right. Mobile devices aren't going away, folks. You need to be somewhere, right? And so it's like why? So it, 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 it's addicting I to keep it. going back. Yep. Why I love what I do, and you can tell from my what, the type of things I like to get involved in the Dover mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce, the Governor's Advisory Council, right? Um, events around here is I I genuinely like. Meeting my relationships, meeting yep. people. It, it, it is obviously I like to talk. It, it, mm. it, it's it, learning about people and connecting with people. is something I really enjoy doing. Good. How can I do that and make money? Perfect. Sales. <laughs> yep. So. So what would you say the biggest challenge
1: or the worst part of your job, however you want to look at it?
0: I hate awkward, negative situations. And sometimes you got to go there in the oh, show. Yeah. I mean, you, sometimes you got to push. What and are sometimes some
1: examples of like like awkward like follow ups or like <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I, did I, you run
0: into. We, I go into a meeting with you, or you. You tell me exactly what you want. I produce exactly what you want. I work my ass off, mm-hmm. and you wait five weeks to give me an answer. And you told me you were telling me next week. I mean, come on, like. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day. I know you have bosses or whatever and, and bring them into the picture or you have a budget or whatever, but just, I gave you exactly what you wanted. Tell me, what can, what can we do to move this forward? And, yeah. and it's just, so my biggest strength is working with people and I love that. I love connecting with them, but people can be difficult. And, it's, and that's a challenge. What's frustrating is trying to control the uncontrollable, right? I mean, sure, you're not that's another a, one, yeah. You're
1: not the person on the other side of the table making decision. It could be a clear, hey, this is the right decision for you. This is the right solution, rather, yeah. for your problem. Here's what it costs. Here's how easy it is to get started. All signs point to yes, and you get a no. Which it's
0: is just, why sales is changing so much these days, which is why, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I don't want to get into the laundry list of things that you should be able to do, but would say yep. that for another segment, but why credibility, LinkedIn is so important, w- what you look, you know, seriously. If if someone Google's you, what's going to come up, right? right? Where are you in the community? Are you involved? Are people going to see you? What do, what kind of organizations are you affiliated with? Who do you know in other people's networks? These things are very important because when it comes down to decision making time, mm-hmm. what makes you different than the other five reps, media reps that, that are calling right. on them? Never mind everyone else that is. So 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 perfect. Let's stay on that thought. Let let's kind of um
1: start wrapping this up with, I always like to talk about personal development, mm-hmm. right? I'm a big personal development guy. How How important is it to you, and, and what are some of the things you do to um, keep I'm, yourself going and get make yourself better?
0: Yeah, we're in a, uh, I, I put myself in a real fun situation here, being in a digitally-oriented company here, because digital is changing daily. Mm-hmm. Um, people are losing jobs because they, they, they can't keep up with digital. Personal development is extremely critical in what I do because we need to stay up with the times because next week I could be talking about something completely different than what I'm talking about this week. And mm-hmm. if I don't know my shtick, they are definitely going to someone else. <laughs> gotcha. Right. So a, a personal development. I am a student of marketing. Right. Okay. And, and, and you got to continuously be learning and educating yourself as to your craft um, because there's, if you're not, someone else is and they're going to win the business. Gotcha. So, what do you do now? Do you um, are you a podcast guy? Do you read Rise Up Sales podcast? Have you subscribed <laughs> on uh, iTunes yet? Do you know, do you know about that one? Have yeah, I subscribed. Yeah, <laughs> yet? I have. yeah thanks. I've heard no, of it. No, I mean, I like. I'm I'm actually an e-blast list guy. I, I like okay. I like getting eblast. New Hampshire Business Review, um, Morning Brew, uh, eblast oh. that I try and yeah yeah, yeah digest yeah, yeah. every. I mean, it, it, there's so many of them. Radio Sales, Inside Radio. What about work life balance? Yeah. How 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 important is that to you and what are some things? You <sighs> do? So this year, my fiance bought me a house, we're getting married, and you uh, the cats. and we got the kitties, and life life is happening and oh, I transitioned <laughs> to job. I'm in my first year of sales in a new job. True. Um so I'm going to treat that like my first year of sales in another job. It, there's a lot of stuff. It's easy to get stressed. Um Right. So mm, what do you do outside of so, work? So so I find my outside of work activities as a stress reliever. Like drinking, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hashtag #Tangere folks. <laughs> do, we, do we get do we get, do we, get do we have them as a sponsor yet? No, not anyways. yet. No. Um, I'll make a call. I like to stay active with a lot of my friends. My buddy uh, Matt Keen uh, organized a hockey team. We just won a championship out in July for the uh, Puzzle Cup. We just won a championship for the summer league back to back ships for the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to stay active with hockey. I was a part of a volleyball league Let, let a, me let a, me ask you this real quick. How How do you find that competitive
1: atmosphere correlating into your work? What do you mean? I mean like sales is relative a relatively competitive industry, sure. right? Do you kind of find that you get a lot of transparencies between what you're doing at work? What you're doing with hockey with volleyball <laughs> what you want you seem to stay around competitive
0: things sure environments I yeah. I like to, uh, yeah. I like to win. I like to compete. I like, I like, I like video games. I, I do. I mean, it just is. You love video games. Love Madden. Love Chill. I play more love video games. Than yeah, my like, I, I, I love to. I love to compete. Do you
1: love to win or do you hate to lose? I hate to lose. You do hate to lose. I, I'm a, I'm okay. L- Let me ask you this. I, Along those lines, but more professionally, do you get more upset over a lost sale, or do you get more happy over? I a get one more happy sale? over a one
0: sale. Hundred really? percent. I go celebrate a one good. sale. If I lose a sale and I, and I deserve to lose a sale, I will accept that. I know, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. It's, I agree. That's, that's, that's losing grand. is a part of the game and you need to learn how to lose. Right. Uh, kids need to learn how to lose today. Uh, you, no one never, not everyone can get a participation trophy, no, period. Jesus. There needs to be a winner. There, there, you need to learn how to lose because guess what? It's going to happen. In right. our industry, it happens a lot. In life, it happens. And it's how you come back from that loss that defines you as a person
1: Mm -hmm. perfect Um, so here's what I want to do with you next to wrap up Um, I want to shoot some rapid fire questions at you okay sound good
0: sales like an ocean first response first
1: answer fill in the blank sales is all about passion favorite TV show
0: entourage Second favorite TV show you mentioned it earlier <laughs> uh, My second favorite TV show is I mean I really like Shark Tank. I don't know. Shark why. Tank's good man Yeah, I like Shark Tank. Shark
1: Tank's fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> or The Bachelor's 3. Shark do Bachelor's kind of cool. I don't know
1: <laughs> Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise? Bachelor in Paradise. So much better. Team Blake. Hashtag grocery store Joe.
0: Oh, I love him
1: <laughs> um, This is probably a waste of a question, but favorite book
0: You can't say the Bible <laughs> um, Catcher in the Rye That is a good book Yeah I read that like second grade I had to it was like, Probably like middle school Middle school maybe I think you read like Oh shoot sixth grade. grade We'll yeah. edit that out <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> We won't edit that
1: That's good <laughs> There's a good question What athlete do you think You resemble your sales career around? Oh wow My sales career? Like just, just you in general I guess If you compare yourself to an athlete Professional athlete Yeah
0: I mean and I why? guess current athlete I mean you want to say Tom Brady? No, so I'm that. not going to say Tom. I I, I mean, I'm going to say Julian Edelman. I mean, look, look at that guy. He just spent he through gets, a lot of adversity. He, a lot of adversity. He just gets down and dirty. Mm-hmm. In, in, in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, who do you go to? Gronk, sure. I mean, you run the ball, but you know that if you need a slot guy to catch a ball when it's needed, you're going to him. I want to get that call. I want to get that it. call, and 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 it's not about just getting the call; it's about what you do with the ball after you catch it. So, and he's incredibly good looking. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite sales movie? Oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> boiler room is so hard not to say, right? Really, Boiler room uh, Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, I ah, la- Wolf of Wall Street is such a fantasy, isn't it? I mean, I mean, it's based on a true story. I know, but it's such a f- and <laughs> nowadays, just yeah. such a fantasy, right? Um. Boiler Room's hilarious. Um, God, I wish I knew these questions prior so I could have prepped something, but... That's why the rapid yeah. fire is stupid. I don't know if I really have a sales a favorite sales movie. I don't know.
1: Come back. You had to watch one right now between Boiler Room and Wolf of Wall Street, which would be Boiler been... Room, 100%. Really? Yeah. Ben Affleck, baby. Ben Affleck is good in the movie. God, love it. He's good looking, too. Yeah. And Matt Damon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I don't want to keep going this direction. <laughs>
1: um, hey, Sean, dude, in all seriousness, thank you for jumping on the show. I, I, I think we... Um, it's always good to hear, man. Some, uh, you know, kind of everyone's different story about how they got to where they are. Thank you. Yeah. And you know where you're going to be going. I mean, where where do you kind of see yourself going in the next five years or so? Is that something you've kind of yeah, that's put a, some thought and goal setting into, or are you just more of a more of a go with the flow kind of guy?
0: I I still don't necessarily have an idea of where I want to be in two years, five years, et cetera. What I do know is, um. I now own a home in Dover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting heavily involved locally in my community on a, on a local and a statewide level. I'm <clears throat> getting um, married. Uh, getting married. So, so really amazing, c- incredible things are happening. Mm-hmm. And um, if I keep doing the right things, the right things are going to happen. You, you could have asked me that question two years ago, and I said, I want to be a manager. I don't know if that's for me. Sure. I hope if it is, someone sees that and puts me in a position where I can go excel at that and I know that there I know that you have to seize an opportunity right you can't just hope that things happen to you but um but if if I I firmly believe at town square I'm under pretty good leadership and uh if if someone wants to put me in that position to take that on I am certainly willing and ready but I'm not ready to jump if I'm not if uh if I'm not qualified for that role gotcha yeah Uh, last thing where can people find you on social media linkedin
1: Awesome. Well, make sure you uh, hop on LinkedIn. Give Sean Olson a follow. Check him out on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all that good stuff. Make sure you guys um, check out Rise Up Sales podcast on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, Leave us a review. Definitely. Um, Let us know what you think. Make sure to keep following me on www.riseupsales.com for any new blog posts and podcasts going forward. Um, Sean, thanks again, man, for coming on. Thank you, Dan. uh, We will talk to you guys soon.